Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves and their families. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with their husband and children so they can feel deeply fulfilled in those most important relationships. The topic of today's podcast is how to have a difficult conversation. But before we get started, I want to remind you that I have a free private group on Facebook where you can come to get inspiration for your life. It's called A Life Designed, and I hope you'll join us there. And also, I have created a free download called The Ultimate Guide to Guilt-Free Self-Care. It's a guide to help you take care of yourself in mind, body, and spirit so that you can feel like your best self every day. Doesn't that sound good? Visit my website, tinaheisman.com, to download it. Now let's dive in and talk about how to have a difficult conversation. Communication is one of the most important aspects of being in a relationship, if not the most important thing. But communicating in marriage is not always easy. Sometimes it seems we have more misunderstandings and frustrating conversations than smooth ones. So that's what we're going to talk about today how to navigate difficult conversations. I'm going to give you some perspective and step-by-step instructions on how to have a difficult conversation so you can bring more peace and connection into your marriage and feel like you're on the same page as your spouse. Now, I should mention that just because you have conflict in your marriage doesn't mean you have a problem in your marriage. Conflict is completely normal, but what matters is how we handle it. And so that's why this podcast today is so helpful. So I'm going to start with some perspective first. And it is step one is shifting that perspective. And I learned this concept from Brooke Castillo. She's a master life coach. And I think this step might be the hardest one, but it changes everything. The deal, the deal is step one is to give up the need to be right because the need to be right is causing you conflict. I'm guessing the need to be right is probably not even a need that you realize you have, but often when we are engaged in a disagreement with someone, our thoughts and emotions are driven by this need to be right. It's human nature, but it's costing us intimacy and connection in our relationships. Now, when you think about it, what does being right really get you? I mean, maybe it gets you the resolution that you think you want, but is the cost worth it? Because here's what I want you to think about. If there is a winner and a loser in a difficult conversation, there are actually two losers. Not cool. Why have we not been taught this sooner? (laughs) So helpful. Girls, if we can give up our need to be right, we will immediately remove the need for defense and defensiveness in our conversations. This brings more peace to a difficult conversation, right? It's probably difficult anyway, but it doesn't have to be difficult emotionally. We can just help relax the conversation, help take the pressure off because there's not a battle to be won, you guys. There's just a conversation to have. So step one in having a difficult conversation is a perspective shift. It's giving up your need to be right. Start the conversation by willing to be wrong, even if you are right. So step two, 
Now we're going to get into more of the mechanics part of it. So something goes wrong, you need to have a difficult conversation with your spouse. Step two is to ask your spouse to tell you his side of the story. And then let him tell you, listen actively, try to understand, listen without the intention of replying. Try to really put yourself in his shoes and imagine the scenario from his perspective. If you have to, keep reminding yourself that you've given up the need to be right and you're just here to listen and hopefully find a resolution that is a winning solution for both you and your relationship. The cool thing about this, you guys, is it just takes the pressure off because all you're doing is listening, right? Like you're not going to get any pushback from him because you're just listening to what he has to say and you're not going to try to interrupt or defend yourself. You're just going to listen. So I thought I would introduce an example to kind of walk us through this process through this podcast today. So let's just pick something that I have struggled with very much in my marriage, and I think other women have too, Um, that say your husband promised to be home for dinner at 6 p.m., but he wasn't home until 7 p.m. And so you might say to your husband, and if you're in step two and you're in the listening, you just say like, what happened? Why are you so late? And he might tell you, I'm just going to make this up. He might say something like, I was working on a proposal for a client that's due tomorrow. And I was trying to put every bit of detail into it because it's a really big deal. It's a really big proposal. And my boss said a lot is riding on it. And on top of that, I was interrupted like 20 times while I was trying to finish it. And I know I said I would be home by six, but I just couldn't make that happen. So now you've heard his side of the story. So now that you've heard and just listened, Once he has said everything he has to say, the third step is to identify the facts in his story or the facts of the situation and make sure that you can agree on them. So this is really interesting because so often what we're upset about is opinions. He has an opinion and you have an opinion and we're going to get to that. But before we get there, we want to look at like what are the actual facts of the situation? This is so helpful because facts are neutral. They're not negative or positive in any way. And everyone can agree on them because they don't make anyone right or wrong. They're just the common ground and they help bring peace. So for example, if your husband said he would be home for dinner at six, but he wasn't home till seven, those are facts, plain and simple, right? Like we could have a videotape that shows the conversation happening about what time he said he would be home. And then we could have another tape like on the door of the house that shows he's not walking in at six o'clock. And in fact, there he comes at seven, right? And so that's just the facts plain and simple no drama there doesn't have to be any drama with that those are the facts we agreed on six it happened at seven right but now (laughs) step four is where the drama tends to come in and this is so awesome I loved I learned this from Brene Brown and I love it because it is it is so healing and revealing the fourth step in this process after you figure out the facts The fourth step is that you each get to say what you are making the facts of the situation mean. Does that make sense, you guys? Like what you're making the facts mean. So for our example here, after you have agreed on the facts, you might say to your husband, because I'm guessing this is what your husband said to you. What you would say to your husband is, you are making me being upset about you being late mean that I am too controlling. That's husbands say that all the time about their wives. Like, you're too controlling. I couldn't make it at six, so I'm here at seven. You're too controlling, right? That's So that's what the husband is making your upset feelings mean. And then for you, the wife, you are making your husband being late 
mean that your husband doesn't respect you. And that's also very common. Like it's just, it's rude, it's disrespectful. Why would you not at least communicate with me? And so you can see that the facts are dinner was supposed to be at six, but seven o'clock is when he got home. Those are the facts. Your husband is making your upset emotions mean that you're controlling and you are making his being late mean he doesn't respect you. That is where the drama comes in. I hope you guys can see like from the outside perspective here and from this statement that although this couple is agreeing on the facts, they're making the facts mean very different things. And it brings so much clarity to the situation to look at it this way because you can see what the other person is thinking. And then once you know what the facts are and what everyone's thinking, then you can decide where to go from there. And I want you to consider, right, we talked about like there's no winners and losers in this conversation. If there's a winner, there's two losers. Like now that we have this information, how do we decide who is right and who is wrong? And really I'd like to propose that neither. It doesn't, that doesn't even matter, right? Like now you have an understanding. You can both see what you were trying, that you weren't trying to hurt one another. You were just reacting to the situation that you were dealt, right? And so the next step, the fifth and final step is to come up with a solution. This is a really important point. And again, this is something that Brooke Castillo teaches is that when you get to this point, a lot of couples like to spend time rehashing the problem. And that's easy to do. That's kind of the natural thing to do. But it's actually not helpful because then it can grow into attacking each other, right? It gets heated and out of control. And so instead, when you get to this point, it's time to find a solution that you both agree on and stop talking about the problem. So what's a solution you can both agree on? How are you and your husband going to solve this problem that your husband came home late without warning? What, what do you need to do? And you can brainstorm solutions that you can both agree on. Like in this moment, do we just need some apologies and forgive and forget and move on? Do we want to talk about like, is there any way there can be communication in the future? You guys come up with what works for you, right? Now, here is something else that Brooke recommends that, that I also teach. It is that you don't have to share this process with your husband, you can, like you, you know, you don't, I just mean like you don't have to sit them down and say, this is how we're going to have difficult conversations in the future. You can do that, but you don't have to, like you could just take the lead and lead him through the conversation in this way the next time one comes up and it would be so powerful. And it really is a very strong woman who can give up the need to be right and who can be the one to take the lead and foster peace and understanding and growth in the relationship. It takes a really strong woman to be that person. And that strong woman is you. And I believe in you. And I know that even when your feelings are hurt, you can take the time to find the facts of the situation, realize what each of you is making it mean, and then come to a solution. This is such a better way of problem solving in marriage. It's so much more peaceful. And I hope this is helpful, but I know that it's easier said than done. And so I'd love to help you with your specific situation. So if this is something that you would like to work on cultivating further, reach out to me for a marriage coaching session and we'll talk about it. All right. Remember, the ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care is on my website to help you feel like your best self every day. And also, don't forget to join the Life Design community on Facebook where you can connect with other positive, like-minded women. 
All right. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next week.